0: to Global Crime, a true crime podcast where we discuss true crime cases internationally and psychological thrillers. If you like murder or mystery, stick around, grab a snack, and let's start today's story. Today's story, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, Dahmer the cannibal. Yes, my friend Dahmer. I feel like a lot of people either heard of him by these like really famous movies, or just by being interested in true crime. it's one of the first cases that people research. so today i don't have a host. i'm gonna try to do that. i feel like it's going to be pretty easy because i talk to myself a lot. so yeah. but let's start today's case by having a look into jeffrey's dahmer childhood. so jeffrey dahmer lived with his mother and father, joyce and Lionel. They didn't have the stablest marriage ever. And his father was still, you know, studying as a chemist when Jeffrey was born. His mother also wasn't there emotionally for him. He wasn't the social, you know, enthusiastic person. He was just there. Uh, After, you know... His mom tried to kill herself. It was also pretty hard for him to comprehend that. And then, David was born, you know, after it. And after David was born, which is his brother that doesn't want to be associated with this case. He didn't want... he Jeffrey become... Uh, like depressed a little he didn't have a good social life you know his parents now were more interested i feel like his mom was more interested in david and his father wasn't there because he worked a lot after a while he asked his dad and he was like oh dad how do we dissolve you know flesh from bones his father was actually so happy because wow my son actually wants to know about what i do in life so he showed him about how acids works and all that jazzle and he had little lab like a cabinet in front of their big house that you can google if you want to see and he would you know put his bone collection there. Allegedly, he would find some stray dogs and cats and bring them there where he's going to put them in some acids to, you know, have their bones and collect them. And if you have that as a hobby, I don't think your social life would be good either. Because I feel like when you're in high school or like middle school, if you're not a cheerleader or you're not interested in football or you just have something that everyone thinks it's cool, you're not going to be the socialist person ever. You get it's. A, I feel like I, I read when I was young and I wasn't... I was social, okay? I was social. I had weird interests. I just kept my interest for myself and never had a sense of identity. But I was social. But he wasn't. Jeff, this is not my podcast this is not my talk show this uh so my talk show is my other podcast that i talk about a lot of stuff if you want to also check it out anyways um he then started to experience with alcohol and a lot of stuff his parents marriage actually got so bad at this time because guess what his parents were argue all the time they weren't i, I feel like they f- didn't fit each other he, they even see, uh, like start to see a couple counseling which was in, like in the 70s can you imagine couple counseling in the 70s that means it was terrible marriage they then decided to get a divorce jeffrey was 18 he was left in the house Joyce, his mother took his brother david and his father was at work Jeffrey was then alone in the house and what does every teenage boy do when they are alone at a house they throw a party but Jeffrey didn't have friends to throw a party so he decided to find someone to hang out with Jeffrey's sexual orientation at that time wasn't so clear to him but he felt like he kinda liked guys which after a while you're gonna know that he's actually gay so I don't think that's pertinent to the story Um, he invited Stefan Hinks and he was like oh would you like to have a drinks with me Stefan was like oh of course dude he took him to his house and after a while Stefan was like okay I'm going that was so cool bruh invite me another time if you want but I'm gonna go now but Dahmer didn't want him to go so he hit him in the head strangled him and buried his body. No one will know about Stefan after that. His father came, found his son in a horrible situation. Not because he killed the body, but his son was still experiencing with alcohol, so he thought maybe if I give him something to do in his life, maybe he would get fixed or something? So he decided to Pay tuition and Jeffrey went to Ohio University where he will study a couple months where he will become an alcoholic drop out go to army still an alcoholic they kick him out and he goes to his grandma house where he's going to stay there he asks his grandma and she was like yeah of course honey you can stay in the basement he then brings some you know sex workers, some people that he met in gay bars, and in the house, which, free to do, dude, but after nine years, he invites someone called Stephen Chiaomi. Stephen Chiomi would be his second victim. He was 26 years old, Jeffrey drugged him, had sex with his unconscious body, and also killed him had sex with his dead body practice necrophilia basically after that he went on killing spree i feel like what jeff felt there i don't know what he felt but he said that he didn't like when he had sex with people he didn't like the fact that that he moved or they made sound and that's why he loved having sex with unconscious people and dead people I don't know, I'm not a psychologist, but that is a red flag, Jeffrey. He would then go on and trying to collect in their skulls. He would even put a skull in an oven to dry it after you know, dissolving the flesh. And it wouldn't work because the skull would boom explode in the oven. Can you imagine a skull exploding in the oven? that's pretty weird uh, actually everything about this story is weird anyways after that he would invite more people and he would be like okay so would you come to my grandma's house and we can have fun together and people would come and he would kill them he then after that had a, had like a job in a factory and went to this like apartment unit it was like a small apartment unit it wasn't that like you know famous it was cheap it was close to his factory shop uh, not factory shop <laughs> factory job and he would work and sometimes bring people there where he will kill them and dissolve their flesh now the thing, of, the thing is about Jeffrey that he worked at the same time so he would kill people and just keep their bodies there just lay them just there and you know a dead body will smell he wouldn't even sometimes i think he would put them in a fridge but sometimes he wouldn't even bother he would just put them in a tank and then he'd be like oh i'm gonna put acid on that later and obviously there is a smell that's going to go you know so he decided to do that so when he had like he worked like three days and then he'd be like oh can I take a day off so the boss would be like okay take a day off do your hobby of dissolving people <laughs> you know and he would go there and dissolve people and try to keep their skulls he even I think tried to keep someone's penis because he thought it was beautiful anyways I, I don't know if he cremated it I don't know I don't know but uh, he he tried to do that one time he kept a skull after because he's he was like starting to experience a lot of he, trying to do a lot of experience on these skulls so that they could last he he, he had like 7 skulls when the uh, jury came he, he killed 17 people so 10 skulls just went to waste some of them he didn't want to keep because he thought that they weren't attractive some of them when he wanted to keep they just didn't because he didn't know how to, you know, measure the acid and put it and don't dry it on the oven like like imagine he's like, he's like I'm sorry. But imagine the thought that he'd be like he had this like little sticky note on the fridge and he's like okay, don't dry it on the oven. Check. Don't put a lot of acid. Check. Do- instruction on how to save a a skull and now some of you are gonna be like oh why didn't he just save other part of the body well the skull is actually the part where the you know the bone is so thick so it's more likely to stay there it's more like actually when you're buried the only part of your Like your whole body that stays after 20 years or more is your skull, so that was like an information for you. So that's why he kept them, and also for someone who experienced with bones a lot, he obviously knows that, and I think that's why he wanted to keep the skull. Now you're like, what? What does he do with his this skull? You know, he had an obsession with collecting bones, but also he wanted to masturbate to them because he wanted to relive his killings. He would call people, tell them that he wanted to take photos of them or just hang out with them and then give them some drink, drug them out, kill them and have sex with their bodies, eat them. We will later on discuss that. Now, I told you before that Jeffrey didn't like the fact that people move during or even make sounds during having sex. So what did he try to do? He tried to make people zombies. I know. Um, so how do we do that? He decided to, you know, put a hole in their skull and put chlorotic cal- acid in them. And the frontal lobe. Because he thought that our consciousness is there. And after that, he would wake up. The the victim would wake up and do everything I want. And he will be my zombie. And we will live together. And I don't have to kill people anymore. I don't know if he thought about that. But uh, I think he did. So, uh, his apartment is actually 213. I don't know if you have to know that but a lot of smells were coming out of his apartment again because a lot of people will like because he he kept people before you know dissolving them he would kill them keep them for days and then dissolve them obviously there is a lot of smell and the manager would call him because the neighbor will be like Hi manager there is a smell from the 213 apartment I am so sick of that smell. Every time I go out, I want to throw up because... And I have perfume with me. It doesn't work. Go check that fucker up. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't say... But go check him out. Like, I don't know. Ask him. Tell him to stop what he's doing. The manager called Jeffrey and he was like, Hello, Jeffrey. Um, What is happening? A lot of people are like, you know, complaining about the smell coming from your apartment. Could you work on that place he's like of course i'm gonna do of course it was just my fridge you know i kind of left meat there and the smell just got away you know i'm so sorry for that okay it's okay kid it's okay just fix it up as soon as possible again another people would just say like horrible things about the smell and he called again the manager was like hi jeffrey again The smell. Yeah, I know, Mr. Manager. It's just that I forgot to take off my dead fish. You know? I'm so sorry for that. Okay, Jeffrey, it's okay. Just get rid of them or something. No worries. No worries. And he would... I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know if I wished that the manager got there, but then again... Dahmer is pretty crazy so he probably would have killed him anyways he killed seventeen person one of them and I feel like the one that it's just like I felt sorry for every victim of Dahmer but um the one that makes me tear is every time I I think about it is Conrak. Conrak is a 14 year old sex worker His family, he didn't live like, you know, there in the United States. He just, he didn't have anyone. Jeffrey invited him to his house. He would, he tried to kill him after drugging him. And in the middle of that, he decided to go to the grocery store. I don't know why. Dumb Jeffrey. And then 14-year-old Conrad wakes up and decides he's like naked and someone molested him so he decided to go out and he found two women and he was he didn't know what to say because again, he can't speak English he's not from there so he was like they saw him and they called 911 and before the 911 came Jeffrey comes and he's like oh my god what are you doing here and he, the woman was like, uh-huh. do you know him?" And then he's like, "Yeah, he's my you know, just like leave him. We're just playing the guy had like his butt bleeding, and Je- Jeffrey like saw that that the woman was feeling so uncomfortable again, I feel like the woman could know that the guy was afraid of Jeffrey, so that's why she decided to not leave the kid until the police came when the police came john and joseph which are two police women uh, two policemen they s- start to question "What what is happening guys jeffrey was like oh my god mr officer i don't know why did i make it like that but he's like mr officer it's just like that. my boyfriend and i were playing a little bit you know and um it got a little bit of overhand and he started you know we started arguing." And he left. I am so sorry for the disturbance. And I am so sorry you two. uh, What is your name? I don't know. Anyways, I'm so sorry for the disturbance. Guys, I'm just going to take my boyfriend and we're going to go. The woman actually didn't want the guy to go. And she was like, why don't you do anything? You know, you, you should take him. And I feel like the police guys were like, oh, what do you know? Just don't interfere in people's business, Karen. And they left Conrack to go with Jeffrey What he would literally kill him. You see, I don't know how these two, Joseph and John, the J names, <laughs> uh, I don't know how they're living right now. I don't know how, I feel like with that woman, she tried at least her best, but with these two police men, I don't know how they feel right now, because they could have saved Conrack. They could have. Anyways, Jeffrey would try to introduce, uh, like, acid on, like, a lot of his, not two of his victims. Two of them did wake up, and they had horrible headaches. One of them could get home and then go to the hospital the other one i think he just like jeffrey just let them go because now they know him that he he can't kill people while while they are not drugged i don't know why but he didn't kill people so when they woke up he just left them and after he left them it just what the second of them just like was like laying there in the middle of the park and then a woman came and she found him and she thought he was drunk at the beginning but she took him to the hospital and they figured out that there is a hole in his freaking skull in the frontal lob where there was someone who introduced acid in it anyways it, it didn't work he couldn't, he couldn't transform it into zombies I think he also tried to electrocute people I don't know if he, was, he thought he's gonna make like Frankenstein or something Anyways, um, so after that, one of his victims that he took to his house was a guy. He handcuffed him. He tried to drug him. I don't know if it didn't work, but it didn't. So they were in bed and Jeffrey bought a knife and the guy was like Oh, probably he's just playing but the smell was horrible again because jeffrey kills people and forget them and at that time there was a body under the bed and there was another body into a tank that jeffrey would just put there just like he cut it he cut the body and he put it into i don't know why i'm whispering but he put it into a jar and uh it was just there and the guy when he entered the room he said that he saw that jar he smelled a horrible smell because again there is a body under him under the bed that is just like not touched anyways so the guy was like the Jeffrey was starting to get violence so the guy was scared and he pushed Jeffrey and out of the house he then called the police because again he has like you know um handcuffs so he called the police and he was like oh i went to this guy's house and he literally tried to stab me so the police went to the house to jeffrey's house and when they entered they like okay i don't know why but a lot of people say that whenever you smell a dead body you would like for the rest of your life know the smell of the dead body it's such a diff it's a different smell about anything like you could like you know how some people confuse dead fish with i don't know eggs because they both smell horrible i don't know what i'm saying but like i remember that my grandma always confused whenever like we leave eggs she always like did the the, the, the dash like uh, do you have a dead fish here or uh, what is like the smell she always thought it was a fish but the smell of a dead body you could never confuse it so these two police people obviously smelled some dead bodies before not like go there and sniff it but in their investigations so they were like, "Oh my God, that's that's fishy." <laughs> you got it, dead fish, fishy. I'm trying to make jokes alone. <laughs> so they saw everything, and they saw the tank. And Jeffrey now was like, "Oh my God, it was just playing with him, police officer." He thought he's gonna go away again. With uh, we I was playing a hag of a king, you know. And he was like, I'm going to just bring the keys. And when Jeffrey was looking for the keys, one of the police officers decided to inspect the room. So he went to inspect and then he found a little closet door. And that closet door, the door was a little open and there was a lot of like photos. What we don't know is that Jeffrey likes to collect Polaroid of his victims when they're alive. And the whole process of, you know cut in the bodies, and after he keeps the skull. School. The skulls were into another, you know, metal closet. So, the officer opened the door a little bit, and he find this gruesome polaroid. And he's like, okay, get on. Get on to the cab, you know. What is that? So they start to search, and sure enough, they find the two bodies of the two different men, and seventeen... You know 17 bodies the two bodies and 17 polaroids of other men so he killed 17 people allegedly and that we obviously know about that he took photos of i think he took photos of all his victim he after was convicted and he took life in prison uh with no possibility of parole and he went to uh, prison now, a lot of people were angry about that. They were like, this guy deserved to die. And I don't know how to feel about that. Because I'm like, you don't deserve to die. You deserve to suffer for the rest of your life in a prison where they're going to beat you up. Okay? So, a lot of people said that a lot of like, tra- like, people in the prison hated him. Because he was a child molester. Uh, you know, a killer. And also, you try to make zombies. You, like, you have to be really messed up. After that, when he was into like in the present cell, um, since a lot of people hated him, someone, uh, there was like two, two people into in, in the, with him, they were cleaning something, okay? And after that, one of them, who was this guy, killed both of them, you know? So a lot of people felt good about that because they were like, okay, you killed him. That's so good. Uh, But then he's also a prisoner, so he's also a criminal. So I don't know uh, how to feel about that. Okay, so Jeffrey Dahmer, when they searched his apartment, they found also, you know, people's heads into the refrigerator, some hearts, uh, other stuff. So there was assuming that he killed eaten and also there was three torsos guys torsos it was and there was a lot of uh, like look there was piles not not piles but just there was a lot of uh, acid just in a house like what do you do like you're not you're not clean you're not clean we can smell a lot of smell so what do you do with this acid anyways he killed 17 people he went to prison and he he was killed there he was attacked, and by Christopher's can uh, Christopher, this guy, that I I don't want to I don't want to pronounce his like you know name because um, his name is a little bit uh, uh, hard, and I don't want to I want to do him justice always. So he hit him with another prisoner. I think his name is Jess Anderson. So he hit him in a head and killed him and uh, he was dead there They t- I and I feel like the police people that were so, like surveying them, they didn't even care they were like, you know what dude do what you want, because how can you not hear the screamings, how can you not hear what this guy is doing inside to these two other people so they were like, yeah, get rid of them I kind of don't want him anymore here. So that is the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know how to feel about this guy. I, I obviously hate him. Um, he killed 17%. 17 percent 17 percent It's not the biggest number that I heard. But it's still a lot. And he worked for years. And I still can't get over Conrack. I just feel so sorry for that 14-year-old boy. And I tell you, I every time I remember him, I almost cry because he's 14. I don't picture 14-year-old getting killed by a serial maniac killer. I picture them in school doing homework and complain- complaining about the essays. Or doing TikToks. Cringy TikToks. But I don't imagine them getting killed. So that's what... I have to say about that. You deserve that, Jeffrey Dahmer. But I feel like I would loved it more if they made him eat some of his own, you know, suffering. Uh, not suffering, what I was saying. If they made, like, him, if they did to him what he did to other people. I know that sounds so evil, but I would feel so good if they molested him and killed him after that again he killed him with hammering his you know skull they found seven skulls in his closet and he painted some of them and you know what did he tell the judge he told him if you came after a while like if you didn't catch me i would have continued my collection which was basically he wanted to make like nine skulls collect nine skulls and then make this spiritual place Play, pray. Bullshit. Bullshit. That was the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. I hope you enjoy it. If you did, just keep just watching Love to Crime. That's what I have to say. To <laughs> I don't know. If you enjoy it, thank you so much. And uh, if you have any stories, I would love to like keep links below. I want to cover cases that are not famous in this podcast so I would leave maybe links to um, my uh, website where you can put all like your suggestions about cases maybe even resources if you want to help us a lot or help me and thank you so much for listening to this podcast and have a nice day and goodbye